It is Sunday, December 13th, 2020. This is U62 The Targ. Let's do this. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, want a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we recap all the big Marvel and Star Wars announcements from the past week, plus we sample a Dairy Queen Peppermint Hot Cocoa Blizzard. It's episode 1032, Bundle Up! So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here with this week's episode of the Targ. And man, I got a lot to talk about. This past week, Disney held their annual investors meeting where they pretty much laid out all their plans for the next five years. There was a ton of Marvel and Star Wars stuff, but I'll be getting to that down in the nerd news headlines. But I thought I would open with one of the bigger announcements because this affects us all. The short version is they're going to be adding a mature audiences section to Disney+. Plus. The long version, so when Disney bought Fox, they got a lot of great franchises for their library, but a lot of them aren't family-friendly. They got big ol' R ratings. We're talking about stuff like Die Hard, Alien, Predator, and for the superhero stuff, Deadpool. Well, Disney's finally got you covered. They're adding a section to Disney Plus called Star. It'll be password protected to prevent the little ones from getting in there. And that's where you'll find all the great mature audiences content. So you'll finally be able to binge Logan in the Deadpools along with all the other X-Men films. But this is all coming with a catch. In order to pay for all this, they'll be raising the price of Disney Plus from $8.99 a month to $11.99 a month. So I think as a Christmas present to myself, I'll finally be upgrading to a year-long subscription. This is all going to be launching on Disney Plus on February 23rd. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Kapp is here, and welcome to another installment of Mark Tastes Random Things. You know what kind of got me into doing this again for this year was the fact that Westlock now has a Dairy Queen. I have been down there sampling lots of things at the Dairy Queen menu. In fact, on their rewards app, I've just about got enough points for a free cake. But you know, even though we've got the Dairy Queen there, I have yet to try this with a Dairy Queen Blizzard. So that means in this installment, we are going to finally do a Blizzard. We are going to do their Blizzard of the Month for December, the Peppermint Hot Cocoa Blizzard. As you can see, it's made with a chocolatey version of their classic soft serve. It looks like we have chunks of chocolate in there. It's topped with a dollop of whipped cream, and we got a little bit of a crushed up candy cane sprinkles on top. 
I guess that would be one of my top complaints there. When they did their trademark, turn the blizzard upside down thing when they presented it to me, some of the candy cane sprinkles fell off. So that doesn't count, I know, for an entire blizzard falling on the ground. But, yep, I lost some of the candy sprinkles, so I feel like I should note that. You can also see it starting to melt a little bit, too. This has been my concern with doing this with blizzards. Uh, by the time I get home and I get all my gear set up, they're starting to melt just a little bit. So we won't lose marks for presentation because of that. You know, in my Christmas card letter, I say that the pandemic stress eating and the Dairy Queen opening up has not been a good combination. And this is a prime example of this. This blizzard right here, this is breakfast. But anyways, let's dig into it, shall we? Mm. So yeah, it's nice and chocolatey. The peppermint candy bits really make for an unexpected crunch. And the way that rock candy sticks to your teeth, it makes for a bit of a pepperminty aftertaste. Mm. Yep, the chocolatey bits, they're not like chocolate cake. They're actual little flakes of chocolate. So between the chocolate and the peppermint candies, you got a real bit of unexpected crunch going on. Mm. So yeah, I'm really enjoying this. Chocolatey, crunchy, with a bit of a minty aftertaste. A big thumbs up for the Peppermint Hot Cocoa Blizzard from me. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to finish my breakfast. Everything's better with Mark Chappas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappas on U62, The Targ. And now it's time for the streaming report where I update you on what I've been binging over the past few days. As I've said in the past few episodes, I really haven't dived into a new series yet. It's that time of year where I'm revisiting all my favorite Christmas specials, and I'm taking a moment to try out some new ones. Firstly, I saw the 2018 version of The Grinch was now on Netflix, so I gave that a go. This is the one where Benedict Cumberbatch voices The Grinch. You'd think his natural voice would be perfect for The Grinch, but no. He gives The Grinch kind of this high-pitched, nasally Bugs Bunny kind of thing. And you know what? That perfectly sets the tone. This version of The Grinch really leans hard into the comedy, as The Grinch trying to steal Christmas just comes across as another one of his wacky antics. But I do like they played it up as more of a heist film, with The Grinch actually plotting out how to do it, and even recruiting a reindeer to pull his sleigh. I did laugh, but in the end, it was just a little too goofy. After that, I flipped over to Disney Plus to finally check out Noel. This was one of Disney Plus's big launch titles when they launched last year. Anna Kendrick is Noel Kringle, Santa's daughter. It's time for her big brother Nick, played by Bill Hader, to take over the family business and start delivering the presents on Christmas Eve. But Nick cracks under the pressure and runs away. So it's up to Noel to venture out into the real world for the first time to track down Nick and bring him home. If you're thinking this sounds a lot like an elf knockoff, you'd be right. But there is a difference in the character arc. Noel has kind of been the spoiled princess of Christmas, so in addition to the naivete to being in the real world, she also finally learns to think of others and be a little more selfless. Plus, you know, Anna Kendrick is forever adorable, so we got that going for it as well. If you're tired of the usual Christmas fare, feel free to check it out. And that's the streaming report. You're listening to Mark Kappas. That young man fills me with hope and some other emotions that are weird and deeply confusing me. On U62, The Targ.
Alrighty, it's time for the nerd news headlines, and as I originally promised, we're going to go over some of the big announcements that uh, Disney made at their annual shareholders meeting back on Thursday. There was a lot of Star Wars and Marvel announcements going on. First, let's get into the Star Wars announcements. We'll start with the one that made me giggle like a little girl, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Firstly, it finally has a title. It is called Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, and secondly... Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. Going to be so good to see Hayden Christensen taking up the lightsaber once again. Oh, and we also have a timeline. It's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And with that announcement, they shared all the amazing new Star Wars shows that are going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. We got Ahsoka. That's a live-action Ahsoka Tano show. Rosario Dawson has already signed on for that. Rangers of the New Republic. Not much is known about that yet, probably Soldiers of the New Republic. They did say it takes place during the time of the Mandalorian. And this is something that a friend actually pointed out to me later on. Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic, and Mandalorian all take place at the same time, and eventually they're going to have some big crossover, so cool. Next up, Lando. Yes, Lando Calrissian is getting a show. Uh, Justin Simeon, who created the Netflix show Dear White People, he's been hired to develop it. Uh, the Acolyte is coming. This is the mystery project from Leslie Headland. She created the Netflix show Russian Doll. She's been working on it for a few months now. They say this is a mystery thriller set during the time of the High Republic. The High Republic is this new era of Star Wars that they're starting to develop in Disney's expanded universe. It's 100 years before The Phantom Menace when the Old Republic was at its peak. We also got a new animated show coming along, Star Wars Visions. This is an animated series, a bunch of anime shorts done by Japanese animators exploring the Star Wars universe. Could be fun. And we also got our first trailer for Andor, the Cassian Andor series, and our first trailer for the next animated series, The Bad Batch. That's just the TV shows. We also got some announcements about the next movies. Uh, there's going to be an animated Star Wars movie called A Droid Story. That's all about R2-D2 and C-3PO. It's going straight to Disney+. Plus. Uh, the Taika Waititi film is still happening. Taika Waititi, of course, he directed Thor Ragnarok. We still know nothing about that, just that it's happening. And the big announcement, a Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie all about the fighter pilots of the Star Wars universe. Patty Jenkins, the director of the Wonder Woman movies, she's going to be doing that, and this is the only one where we got a release date too. It will be hitting theaters Christmas Day 2023, the first theatrical Star Wars film after Rise of Skywalker. I'm going to take a little break here, have a sip of water, and then we'll come back for the Marvel announcements. U62 The Dark has everything you want in a podcast. Batman and Weird Al, it's the holy trinity of pop culture. Download it today at chaosinabox.com. Alright, now on to the Marvel announcements. We got a new trailer for WandaVision. That's hitting Disney Plus on January 15th. We got our first trailer for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That'll be hitting Disney Plus on March 19th. We got our first trailer for Loki. That'll be coming in May. We got our first trailer for the animated series What If. That'll be hitting Disney Plus this summer sometime. And we got our first trailer for Ms. Marvel, which will be hitting Disney Plus sometime in the second half of 
2021. That's all the TV shows, now the movies. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We've known this for a few months, but it's finally official. Sam Raimi, who directed the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, he returns to Marvel to direct Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. They tell us it'll tie in directly to WandaVision and the next Spider-Man film. Currently penciled in for March 25th, 2022. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has officially finished filming. It'll be hitting theaters on July 9th, 2021. Captain Marvel 2 has been penciled in for November 11th, 2022. After showing up in her own Disney Plus show, Ms. Marvel will be joining Captain Marvel and will also have Teona Paris reprising her role as Monica Rambeau from WandaVision. You might remember her. That was the little girl of uh, Captain Marvel's old partner in the first film. In the comics, she does eventually grow up and take on the mantle of Captain Marvel herself. Uh, the Hawkeye series, which is now filming, it's finally official. Haley Steinfeld is Kate Bishop. She-Hulk, it's finally official. Tatiana Maslany is playing the She-Hulk. Not only that, but Mark Ruffalo is back as the Hulk. And the announcement we've been waiting for since 2008, Tim Roth is back as the Abomination. Uh, we got a title for the Nick Fury TV series. It's going to be called Secret Invasion. Something tells me it'll be based on the classic Avengers storyline of the same name. Ironheart is getting her own show on Disney+. Rai Rai Williams is the new smartest person in the Marvel Universe and builds herself her own exosuit like Iron Man's. Rai Rai will be played by Dominique Thorne. War Machine is getting his own show on Disney+. Plus. It's going to be called Armor Wars. No doubt it'll be based on the classic Iron Man storyline of the same name. Don Cheadle, of course, will be back as War Machine. Uh, we have a TV special coming to Disney+. Plus, The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. That will be hitting Disney+, Plus on Christmas of 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder, it's official. Batman himself, Christian Bale, will be playing the villain. He'll be playing Gore the God Butcher. We have a title for Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. It's going to be called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The villain will be Kang the Conqueror. And the final one, the one that got me irrationally excited, yes, the Fantastic Four are finally coming to the MCU. John Watts, who is directing the MCU Spider-Man trilogy, it will be his next film after Spider-Man 3. Holy moly, man, that is a lot of stuff coming down the pike. So you know what? If 2020 has been a really shitty year for you like it has been for me, this is definitely something to look forward to in the next decade. Well, I think you're feeling the Christmas spirit, Skeletor. It makes you feel good. Well, I don't like to feel good. I like to feel evil. Oh. Don't worry, Skeletor. Christmas only comes once a year. <sighs> Thank goodness. Happy Holidays from U62. The Targ. And I think it's about time to wind this down. I tell you, I've had a lot of fun doing this podcast for the past 32 episodes. A lot of people have been focusing on themselves as they've had all this downtime in these pandemic times, and they've dusted off old hobbies like this. But I usually record this on Saturday afternoons, and now that the Christmas season is upon us, I would like to spend my Saturday afternoons working on a food coma and watching Christmas movies. I'd like to take this moment to thank all 20 of you for continuing to tune in and hear my own brand of online foolishness, and I hope that you'll continue with me if and when I get this going again. I know what you're probably thinking, Mark, you sure sound like you're ending this forever. 
Well, I've been on the internet since it started becoming a thing back in the mid-90s. My favorite blogs, my favorite podcasts, my favorite YouTube channels, they all end the same way. Real world's getting kind of busy, so I'm going to take a little break. I'll be back real soon. But they never come back. And let's be honest, the last break I took from the podcast wound up being two years. So even though I know in my heart this is just a little break, it could wind up being my last podcast for a really long time. So with that in mind, I just want to say thank you for all your support in this crazy hobby of mine. You can always catch up on older episodes at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or just pop by my website, chaosinabox.com, where you can hear all my podcasts going back to 2006. I'm Mark Kappas, this has been The Targ, have yourself a Merry Christmas, and I'll see you when I see ya. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. It was a good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.